Hi everyone, it's Jonathan here. I just wanted to apologize for some mediocre recording. Uh, there's some clicks and spots, and um, I recorded it two different times, so there's a little bit of uh, differences in audio at various times. So I'm sorry for that, and uh, we'll try to do better next time. Thank you for your understanding. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Flail Forward podcast. My name is Jonathan, and I'm starting a new series that is an offshoot of the main Flail Forward podcast. And for now, I'm going to call it the Game Development Series. Now, you if you're a regular listener to Flail Forward, you probably noticed that uh, I haven't been around very much. Um, I took some time off of the podcast to focus on fulfilling uh, the Kickstarter for Cut to the Chase, and also some uh, family things that I need to spend some extra time on. But I'm largely done those things. Cut to the Chase is now done. You can grab it on RPG, and I'm looking at um, working on some new projects. And one of them is a game that I want to sort of develop out in the open, talk about my process and uh, how things change, uh, where things start from, and just uh, see what that looks like. And maybe at the end it doesn't turn into an actual game. Maybe it gets dropped by the wayside because it's not working out or it's something that I don't like anymore. Games don't always make it from beginning to end. Sometimes they drop by the wayside for various reasons. And uh, that's something else we'd like to explore, See, just to see how the whole process might work and how hopefully we get a game at the end of it. So all games sort of start with some sort of idea, um, but I often notice a pattern of sort of two groups of where games start from. The first is sort of like uh, take something and change it. Uh, you might take a specific system and and make changes changes to that system to suit uh, to suit a specific need. Um, you might really like Blades in the Dark, but uh, you don't like the setting, or you want to make a uh, maybe a, a science fiction game, or you want to make it a fantasy game. Um, so you would take that and change the rules to apply to uh, what you're looking for. You might also take a genre and uh, try to do it better than someone else has done it. And so you might take, for example, fantasy and say, I just really don't like how uh, Dungeons and Dragons does this particular thing. So I'm going to make a system that doesn't do that or that does it better. That's a quite a common quite a common thing to have these games that are sort of built off the backs of other games. All games are essentially built off the backs of other games, but some are uh, more closely related to uh, the games that uh, inspired them. And then there's a bunch of games that might sort of randomly be developed from a specific concept. The more you game design, the more you start just looking at things and playing with specific ideas, 
without the context of uh, an existing game. Uh, and then you try to take that concept and turn it into a role-playing game. And that's, I think, where there's uh, a lot more ideas that just end up in the trash because you're just sort of spitballing to a large degree. Uh, you might say, what if I had a game that was centered around, um, I don't know, like power line workers, you know, the guys that uh, climb up uh, the power poles and uh, deal with power issues. Uh, but you might play around with that for a while and it just doesn't go anywhere. You know, it turns out they're not very interesting or uh, you can't figure out how to gamify the idea. Um, but you might get some some interesting thoughts and some interesting ideas out of that type of uh, game development. So for me, the game, I think for now, I'm just going to call it Gladiators RPG. And it is basically what it sounds like. Uh, it's a game, or it will be a game uh, that plays out the life of gladiators. And for me, this is more of a start-with-a-concept type of game. And uh, in one of my discussions with Rob, the idea came to me... Um, I don't remember the whole context of the discussion, but basically the idea came to me that it would be interesting to try to develop enough uh, backstory in a one-shot style game to make a fight at the end of it interesting. So I wanted to develop a fighting game that was more than just stats uh, that are sort of lumped together, and then you go out and, and uh, fight, um, you know, monsters or whatever. I wanted to have a solid narrative structure behind it. And I took that idea and I played with it. I was I imagined what would be good fodder for a fight. And the one idea I centered around a lot was revenge. And I found my idea was to sort of uh, create backstories for a couple of characters, uh, one that wanted to seek revenge on another. And I was trying to think of a way to develop the characters in in a game so that when they met up, the combat at the end would be meaningful, and it would also be somewhat tactical. But it didn't really work. I, I was struggling, and um, I didn't... Uh, have much success with that concept. And so I started thinking about other ways where combat just might be interesting. And one of the things that came to mind was um, wrestling. And another thing that came to mind was uh, gladiators. And both of them sort of interested me in a similar way, where these are uh, fighters who are largely putting on a show. Um, not largely, they are completely putting on a show and in the wrestling uh, concept, it's it's staged as in the the winners and losers are predetermined. Now, that's not the case for gladiator combat. It was definitely theatrical. 
the fighters were trained to um, put on a show and they would have been encouraged to uh, keep the crowd invested in the fight. But the fights were to the death. They were, there was always the chance that someone would die at the end. Now, it turns out that having every fight fight to the death was very expensive. Well-trained gladiators were really valuable. And so it eventually, over time, was developed that uh, there was a way developed where gladiators could yield. And and when they did so, their life was sort of given to the, the editor, who is the person who puts on the games. And in this situation, there was a large incentive for the editor to keep the gladiators alive because if he had them killed he would have to pay a large premium uh, to pay for the gladiator's death this was basically because there was so much investment put in gladiators that if they were if they died too often uh, it just wouldn't be financially viable to continue to have these large grand um, games where uh, you'd have potentially hundreds of gladiators fighting in them. So you couldn't sacrifice these gladiators. But nevertheless, the gladiators fought with intent to hurt and potentially kill. And death was always, always a risk. If you did yield, you basically put your life in the hands of the editor. They could still choose for you to die. And if they did, your competitor would would kill you on the spot. And as a gladiator who was well-trained, you were expected not to flinch and just die with dignity. So I found that this created a really interesting dynamic where fighters were expected to put on a show, but they were also always at risk of dying. So I thought that was a, an interesting starting point. And what determines, you know, whether someone would be spared or not. Um, and there's there's lots of uh, books to read, which which I have done and am doing, in order to sort of connect with and learn about uh, the lives of gladiators and the um, intentions of the shows or the games. So that's where I'm at right now. It's a gladiator RPG. Uh, at any given time, two fighters will be fighting each other, but there is sort of potential for uh, multiple players to play. Uh, I haven't really figured that out, but you would just have multiple matches. And right now, I envision two parts to the game. Uh, one part would be the fights themselves, and that would take place in some sort of games that uh, the fighters will be preparing for, the gladiators will be preparing for. And the other part would be the sort of the life of the gladiators, uh, recovery, training, you know, potentially uh, love life. Just sort of explore what it means to be someone in service to Rome, essentially, and maybe putting their life at risk, well, definitely putting their life at risk, and it's likely not their choice to do so. So that's a sort of a concept that I wanted to address.
to be clear, when I'm talking about gladiators being in service, they were all slaves. All gladiators were slaves. Even if you volunteered to fight in the arena, you would have been a slave. You would essentially be signing up to be a slave. And that actually meant that your life was not in your hands. Your owner could choose to take your life and they would be justified in doing so. There wouldn't really be any question about it. You gave up your life, essentially. Once you have a concept, it's valuable to start creating goals, design goals. And the design goals are going to help you structure your game to create the, the concept that you want. And so if you want to tackle a certain question um, or if you want to see a certain aesthetic, you, you create design goals to um, point your design in that direction. And when you're sort of starting out with just sort of a, an open concept, you can kind of throw out a bunch of design goals and those can change. I strongly believe... Uh, personally, at least in the beginning of the design, you definitely want to have goals to help structure your design, but you definitely want to not be too afraid of abandoning them if they don't work. I wouldn't get rid of design goals without sort of testing them. So if you put together some design goals, start making some rules and putting together some sort of a functioning game and then you do some play testing and although maybe you followed a certain design goal it's not giving you the feel that you like so you might abandon that or if you find that you're following your design goals as best you can but it's you're not getting the feel that you like you might add another one in there and I think as we design we become more clear about what our goals actually are uh, again, especially if we're starting from some sort of open concept. But at some point, we can come along and sort of solidify our design goals. And then once we do that, then we can start uh, trimming the fat accordingly. We can start uh, taking, taking out pieces that don't meet what our intentions are. So to start out for this game, I think it, it's good for me to, to start laying out some, some goals and the interesting thing about this is I have a pretty strong idea about what I want combat to look like, what I want the players to be achieving during combat, and even um, some mechanics for the combat. But the uh, non-combat rules, um, sort of the downtime or the rest time or the training time, I haven't thought of any sort of structure for that period so it's just sort of sitting there blank so I'm not going to I'm not going to really give myself design goals for that yet because I, I haven't thought about what I want to see there so much yet so so yeah I'm going to just leave that out and I think that in a game that differentiates the the gameplay in different areas so much, you you can kind of do that. You can sort of set the set something aside and come back to it. At least I hope you can, because that's what I'm going to be doing. And I think this beginning phase, this this concept, 
slash initial design goals slash maybe some initial mechanics. It's often just sort of floating around in your head. You're doing a lot of thinking. Maybe you're doing some reading. Maybe you're checking out other games. And, and even though I'm talking in, in a little more absolute terms with these things, the, these will often just be existing um, ideas sort of floating around. But you should give yourself some structure. You should start writing ideas down just so you you don't... Because uh, if you leave them in your head, you tend to forget certain things and you tend to um, change things without thinking about it. So if you have a specific idea, just jot some notes down, keep thinking about it, do some reading, jot some more notes down, uh, think about some mechanics, make a few notes... And then you can come back and sort of put it all together and, and start start creating a document, start creating uh, some solid design goals. Okay, so some design goals for the combat of Gladiator RPG. So to start, combat is equal for the players, but not for the characters. And what I want here, what I want to try to do is give the players equal opportunity to enjoy the the play. Um, I want to give the players um, roughly equal opportunity to achieve um, the goals of their characters. But I want to also have some potential for imbalance in the fights. Uh, the fights should be relatively close but i i feel like sometimes we should have favorites we should have fighters that are more likely to win than others and this is obviously going to be tough to balance out because no one is going to as a player is going to appreciate uh being at a disadvantage for their character when it might mean that um that their character is at risk of dying so uh what that means for me, and, and I have some ideas for this, is that I need to try to create a situation where uh, characters who lose the fight can still uh, take actions during the fight to avoid dying in the end. And so what that means, well, I'm not uh, perfectly clear with what that means, but I do have some ideas and, and we'll get into that later. Uh, another design goal is the fight is a show. And so the Players and the characters should always be thinking about fighting for the crowd, doing everything that they do, every action that they take should be in service to the crowd. So another concept I want to explore, and I'm going to make a design goal for it, is how does the, the character feel about Rome? How do they feel about being a slave to Rome? And the way I'm going to express that is with regards to how the character feels to Rome, they can have two states, and that is they love Rome or they hate Rome. And so the design goal I'm going to have with that is how, uh, no, the characters, the characters love or hate for Rome must be tested. And I think that can give an interesting dynamic 
someone who loves Rome might be fighting for the glory only. And so everything they do is for the glory of the games. Uh, winning becomes paramount, uh, not just for life, but to to um, gather or, or to create a persona for themselves and to be sort of greater than maybe they ever were. And I think lastly, at least for now, is fights should be strategic for both players. And this is going to be interesting to tackle because the question is what is a player fighting for and how do they best achieve that? If you go into as an underdog into a fight and you're most likely going to lose, what are you fighting for and how do you achieve that? So my thought for that is that if a player or character can win the crowd, even if they lose the fight, hopefully they have enough support to be spared at the end of the fight. Oh, and I guess the last one wasn't the last one. Uh, the last one for now is the fight should be cinematic. And my idea for that is to have each combat turn that a player has is a small fight sequence in and of itself. So when a player has a turn and makes their roll, whether it's a success or not, they describe a series of blows and blocks by each character. But at the end of the sequence, the result should be equal to what the dice are showing you. So if you have a non-hit or a failure or whatever you want to call it, you can you can say that you traded blows, um, but the result was you know no damage was taken. But uh, it should be done in a cinematic way. Yeah, so I think that's it for design goals. And I think at this point, sort of still in the beginning of the process, we can start thinking about how our game plays. How do we interest the players? How do we get them to play our game? What is interesting about our game? Um, how does our game work? Um, what mechanics are are used? How does the game structure? So we can we can start thinking about um, turning the concepts into a game, and we can start looking at um, different places to get ideas for this. Uh, we can look at other games. Um, we can look at uh, other media, movies, television, books, and start figuring out how we're going to create this playable experience. And so one thing that I would really suggest is start looking at your influences and start asking other people about what their where their influences are with regards to other games, because... If we can just take what another game does and use it to accomplish our goals, we're sort of a few steps ahead. So uh, if we're going to, if we're familiar with something like Blades in the Dark or Savage Worlds, maybe we can look at that and say, hey, those mechanics uh, really fit how I want to run my combat. And you, you can you can start from there and decide if that works for you. And you basically 
I don't know. It's it's a little tough for me to explain or for me to say this is the right way or anything like that. I don't really think there's a right way, but I do think that it's beneficial to use what exists first. Now, you might... What exists might be the very reason, might be something that you're actually trying to avoid. Your game concept might be specifically trying to avoid what already exists, and that's fine, but it's going to take a little more work to make something brand new. So if you can take a fighting concept, uh, in this case, if I could take a fighting concept that already exists and make it work well for what I'm trying to do, then I, I can just use that. And now the problem is that for how I envision the game, I I can't see a fighting mechanic or game concept out there existing that works quite how I want it to. Now, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. There's so many games out there that it's almost impossible to get your hands or eyes on everything. But at some point, we have to decide whether we're taking something we already know or we're going to start from scratch. And although we might start from scratch, we're always influenced by by what exists and and what we've played. So in this case, for the combat, I am, at least to the best of my knowledge, I'm, I'm coming up with something somewhat original. It's basically, it's still like a small dice pool, uh, similar to Blades in the Dark. Uh, as of right now, it's sort of a roll under, and there's a few uh, bonuses that, or a few things that can give you small bonuses where you might get a few extra dice. But I don't want to have a giant dice pool. So I'm thinking in the neighborhood of like two to maybe five dice. And um, each uh, success that you roll will. Uh, increase the severity of the hits that you make. So that's the very basic of what I have envisioned for the combat. There's a little more to it than that, but for the sake of this recording, I'm going to leave that out. But I invite you to join the Flail Forward Discord, where I'll be posting a copy of the game document. You're welcome to comment and discuss to your heart's content. I'll do my best to join in the conversation. So I think that um, I think that kind of covers a little bit of of the beginning ideas, um, starting off uh, the beginning of a game. We have sort of initial concept, we have uh, design goals, and then we talk briefly about how we actualize that and how we turn it into start turning it into something playable. And I think. Uh, that's a good start. And when we when we work with those things, we, we can get to somewhere where we can put something together that we can playtest, potentially. And um, the playtesting gives us a whole bunch of new information that we can take in and refine our design. Uh, I also have to do some more thinking about what I want the downtime or training time to look like for the game. So that's something I'm going to do also and see see what I can come up with. So I hope this was uh, enjoyable for you, and um, I hope that you follow along with this process. I'm going to put out some more of these in a series, um, just following 
uh, the design of this game. Don't forget to check out the Discord. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, or not, we're not picky, leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, and uh, and Pornhub. Because why not? Gotta go where your audience is, right? Good night, everyone. <laughs>